0: Hi, it's Neil Camadot here with episode 243 of the Tudor Podcast, the Money morning show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring or coaching. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed or just plain stolen during the 23 years or so I've been in business and from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education and I promise to do it in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. So... Let's just crack on with today's show. Today I'm interested to talk about the idea of skills versus beliefs and which are actually the strongest. And these are, in my opinion, the two elements that being a successful teacher or tutor really hinges on. These two abilities are the ability to impart skills and knowledge. You can call that the teaching bit if you like. And then the other one is the ability to change students' belief systems. And this is something that I think I've evolved an idea of over the years in my parallel life as a hypnotist NLP coach and someone helping people with real problems and certainly with friends and family, (laughs) never mind students. So... The first part of this is the ability to impart skills and knowledge. And this is really all about communication and your ability to present, demonstrate and explain practical skills in a way that the student can understand, in a way that they can absorb, then use the skills and master them to make them their own. It's the the technical process of transferring what we know, what we do and what we use to them so that they can know, do, and use the same skills too. Now, since I'm a guitar teacher, I'll spend lots of time building the students' foundational skills and their technical base using the music they love, moving from a very simplified, pared-down version, adding layers of complexity and nuance as we go to form a a denser and more complex understanding and a more fully implemented, expanded skill set. This is, if you like, the day's day mechanics of teaching any musical instrument, and it'll get the student so far, but I really believe that ultimately it'll lead nowhere unless we Engage the second, in my opinion, the largely unconsidered part of the skill set. And that's the ability to change students' beliefs. You see, technique will get them so far and it will allow them to play. It'll give them the bandwidth to perform, if you like. But nothing will happen if we don't change any unhelpful beliefs that they have in their belief systems. Because belief drives everything. Not just the learning of a practical skill, say a musical instrument or an academic subject. Belief is the central plank of a person's identity. They'll always behave just like the person they believe themselves to be in the long run. I dare say that you, as well as I, will have met students and clients who think that They're not good at, say, maths or art or languages or maybe they tell you they they can't play guitar. They can't play the trumpet or drums or piano or anything else. They tell you that they can't sing. This is usually down to a parent's offhanded remark or some idiot school teacher who told them they sound like a cat being strangled. Some kind of authority figure usually shuts that down. Maybe they've been told they've got no sense of rhythm and they've bought into that belief. Maybe they think they're not musical. They're not talented. and It's sad, but on and on and on we go with all these unhelpful beliefs. And in the main, they're wrong. But the student or the client will act as though that belief that they have about themselves, that unhelpful, limiting belief, is correct. As Henry Ford famously said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. You see, people will stay true to who they believe themselves to be, for better or for worse. I'm absolutely certain, or maybe I just believe a certain amount of conviction that a student who has negative, unhelpful beliefs about themselves and their possibilities will learn much more slowly than a, a similar student who holds more positive and helpful beliefs. So when they tell me they have no sense of rhythm, that they have no talent, when they tell me they think it's going to be hard to learn to play, or just about anything else for that matter, they're telling me where their pain point is, The pivot point, if you like. This is the fulcrum around which their entire learning journey will turn. Since their beliefs define their identities, if they believe themselves to be untalented or not creative, they're going to have to change their belief about who they are. They're going to have to become different people. And if they can't do it for themselves, I'll change it for them. Fortunately, as a very successful, long-lived and premium-priced teacher, I do possess a certain innate authority and that tends to give me an in to their belief system. So when they say, I'm tone-deaf, I ask them how they know. I mean, are they speaking as experts in music, guitar playing and the human auditory system? When they answer... No, of course not. Then I'll respond. It could be somewhat adversarial, where I'll say, well, you're talking out of your arse then. Aren't you? Trust me, I know a little bit more than you. Or it might be somewhat gentler, where I'll say, so would it be fair to say you're speaking from a position of zero to low expertise? And... If that's true, would it be okay for us to work together using my expert knowledge and decades of teaching experience to try to get a handle on the reality of you being tone deaf or not? That's what you came for, isn't it? And of course, they'll allow me to raise myself up in their authority universe. And so we begin. From that point on, I'm going to undermine and destroy that unhelpful belief. It cannot be allowed to live in their minds or their hearts a moment longer. I'm declaring war on their unhelpful beliefs. If it remains, that belief will make all the technical skills they might acquire practically useless. Because if they don't feel themselves able to use and enjoy those skills and they doubt their ability to play because their beliefs don't support them you're wasting your time If they don't see themselves as musicians or guitarists or pianists or linguists they'll be disinclined to pick up the guitar and have some fun because it's not who they believe themselves to be and if they don't believe themselves to be a musician, a guitarist or whatever they won't act like one. And I guess this is my point. You and I can fill them full of skills and techniques till the cows come home. But if they don't believe themselves to be musical, playful, confident, creative, rhythmic, positive, what are the chances of them actually playing? They probably won't, will they? They'll have the skill set, but they won't have the mindset. I always say, remember that the person who can read but doesn't read has no advantage over the person who can't read. And that's why I'm so sure that their beliefs are the vital non-technical component of the teaching game. Without changing their beliefs, you and I are going to struggle to help them to get what they want. Because what they want to do most is to confirm their beliefs especially their beliefs about themselves. They just want to be right. So we've got to move their mind to the point where them being right coincides with them being good at what we're teaching them. Because where the mind goes, the body follows. And in teaching, everything's a mind game. I guess I spend roughly the same amount of time doing the mind stuff as I do teaching technical guitar playing skills. As I said, where the mind goes, the body follows. As within, so without. So really listen to what they're saying. They're telling you who they think they are. They're telling you in the way that they understand it, how they believe themselves to be limited. And when I've had a really good listen, I'm going to ruin it for them. I'm going to undermine and demolish their negative, unhelpful beliefs. I'm going to clear a fertile space for them to plant better, more positive and more empowering beliefs. I guess you could say in a nutshell, I'll let them tell me what they think they're bad at and then I'll ruin it for them. It's hard work. Sure, sometimes it's easy. The confident student, the rare confident students absolutely convinced they're musical and talented. I don't have to do much with their mindset and beliefs. But sometimes it's really hard. Some of my adult learners have been unmusical and talented for 50 or more years. They know that they're right and they've been proving themselves right for decades by either not beginning their musical journey or having a half-hour stab at it. After all, there's no point committing and paying a teacher if you're convinced you're rubbish, is there? So the fun part of this for me, is to figure out who they think they are as players and then reveal to them a better version of themselves. Hmm. I think that if we do that and we do it right, maybe we can also prompt them to ask questions of themselves. What else do they want to be wrong about? What are their unhelpful beliefs? What are their own untapped abilities? And if we can do that in the way that it occurs to them that it's their own idea, that would be deeply cool. So, I guess I'm curious. To what extent do you work on students' beliefs as part of your tutoring and teaching work? Do you recognise the process I'm talking about or do I sound like some kind of woo-woo, psychobabble, hippie freak I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Let me know what you do and what you think. I'd love to hear from you. I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned so far. So, why don't you email me? It's info at neilcamado.com or hit me up on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to Tudor Podcast. Download all the episodes and... As always, I'll be back next time with more no BS ideas and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I do mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. Stay useful and have a fabulous day.